TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we're going to... Bob is Bob Shorey. He's one of the MCSEs at Tab Computer Systems. He comes in and helps me out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. Feel free to get online, 800 966-WTIC, 522-WTIC, and we will do our best to help you out with your computer issues. And uh, as usual and customary, we do talk about technology news that we find interesting. One of the things I found interesting is um, the UK rail system. Uh, Basically, uh, if you wanted to go and look to see if your train was on time in in the UK, uh, there was a message, a dialogue box that popped up and said, uh, "Sorry, uh, we're doing a Windows, uh, an Office 365 update. <laughs> you can't, you know, you have to hit OK to continue." Now, wh- you might ask yourself why a train schedule would need Office 365. And the answer to the question is, of course, you don't need Office 365 on your train schedule. But the dinglings in the UK somehow paid for licenses they don't need. Huh. Sounds like the, something the government would do. So uh, they found themselves with all these warning messages on their train uh, schedule windows saying, you know, you have to uh, update 365. And so they may want to go back and just see how many licenses they purchased from the boys at Microsoft and girls because you're buying more licenses than you need, renting them for the, for the lifetime of a computer that is not going to use the product <laughs> ever. Um, you can't make it up, but uh, that is how the cloud works. They try to rent you as much stuff as they can that you won't use. Um, the more they do it, the more money they make, and uh, they're happy. It's called a revenue stream. <laughs> exactly. So I'll put a link up here for you. You can't make it up. It is it is quite funny to see. What else you got, Bob? Okay. T-Mobile says it blocked one billion scam calls. A billion. And that's just over the past 18 months. Wow. T-Mobile says that it's ready to block more scam calls. Nice. On Thursday, the wireless carrier said it had integrated new spoof identification technology into its network to better guard customers against scam calls. Nice. The customer also said it will comply with the FCC's request to employ technology that will detect illegal caller ID spoofing. Nice. T-Mobile has blocked more than 1 billion calls over the past 18 months, according to the company's uh, release. And it marked an additional $6 billion as likely scam calls. $6 billion? That's correct. That's an awful lot of scam calls. T-Mobile is working with First Orion, a company that provides call management and protection for T-Mobile Metro by T-Mobile and others, to detect scam calls. This is an industry-wide issue, T-Mobile CEO John Laguerre said Mm -hmm. in a release. Uh, When the other guys join us in adopting FCC standards, every consumer will be better protected. Almost half of U.S. phone calls will be scams by 2019, said a report from First Orion. The percentage of scam calls in the U.S. increased from 3.7% last year mm-hmm. to 29.2% this year and wow. is predicted to rise to 44.6% next year. 
One of the most popular methods scammers use to trick people into picking up the phone is called neighborhood spoofing, yep. where they disguise their numbers with a local prefix so people presume the calls are safe to answer. And yeah. I was talking to somebody about this a couple of weeks ago, sure. and they said that they were getting one of those calls from somebody and they were using their number. <laughs> <laughs> they spoofed themselves. <laughs> no, I should, no, I no. It's like, no, I know. You, yeah, you You're don't get a, a call, call from, from yourself. yourself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, it's crazy. FCC. That's how emails phishing works too, guys. By the way, you can spoof emails the same way the calls. Oh are yeah. So the FCC chairman Ajit Pai yep. sent letters to the heads of AT and T, Comcast, Verizon, T-Mobile, Sprint, Google, and others on Monday, urging them to adopt a call authentication system that would combat illegal caller ID spoofing. You know, we all get it. Of course, that, that makes perfect sense to do that. Right. Hopefully, the uh, FCC's request. Well, you will know, be- when I get them. Yeah. Is when I'm on my back underneath somebody's desk working on a computer. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <clears throat> All right. In other news, um, the U.S. Secret Service is warning ID thieves uh, are abusing the USPS, the United States Postal Service's mail scanning service. So believe it or not, the bankrupt <laughs> postal service um, is using has a service called informed delivery. Bob, did you know this? So with informed delivery, if you sign up for this service, the U.S. Postal Service will scan a picture of the mail you're going to receive, like you care. Most of the mail we receive is junk anyways. But they're going to scan the, the, the information, you know, the, the letters or whatever you're getting so that you can log on and see what's coming your way, Bob. Wouldn't that be nice? Mishi, can you say white elephant? <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's insanity. So you sign up for this service, and of course the bad guys are signing up for the service as Bob Shorey. And they're going to say, oh, I see Bob's getting a credit card offer. I'm going to sign up for that. Oh, I see Bob's getting this, or I see Bob's getting that. So these, these ID thieves are using this service that literally nobody wants. Why do you care when you're, it's coming via snail mail a couple days before it gets to you? Why would you possibly care? Most mail gets to you within three days anyway. Uh, yeah. So you're going to literally log on to see if you're getting a, a – a, I mean, I'm sure there's some dingling out there that wants this service. But heck, I could deliver, I could actually forego mail every other day if you wanted to and just you know save the mail carriers from coming out to my, my post box to every other day. You'd be able to cut the mail carriers in half if we did that. But I digress. If you, if you really think informed delivery is a value, I'm going to put this link up here from Krebs on Security. The bad guys are signing up for the service for you and then tracking what's coming towards you and then stealing your identity or taking your credit card you just got and uh, stealing it out of your mailbox because they knew it was coming. I think they could reduce the delivery days to Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. Yeah. For 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 half of the, for half of their routes, and then Tuesday, Thursdays, and uh, whatever Fridays for the other half, you could reduce the carriers by half, and nobody would notice the difference. But that's a whole other issue. We we the U.S. Post Office has got so many problems. Now they've got some service that nobody wants that the bad guys are using to actually check what's coming in your mailbox and then pull it out of your mailbox before you get home. Well, it's then, like most government agencies like to spend money they don't have. It's crazy. <laughs> it is crazy. So we'll put a link up here for you. and You can read about this ridiculous service that nobody wants from the U.S. Post Office. How do they have money for this anyways? Why would they want to scan it and have you – what kind of service is that? It's, it's crazy. Well, if they, 
keep crying to the people in in, in power in the government, mm. the Senate and the and the House, yeah. saying that we're losing money, we're losing money, we need more money, we need more taxpayer <laughs> yeah. money, and they don't say why because yeah, well, the programs like this, this is ridiculous. <laughs> so the Secret Service is warning us about the U.S. Postal Service's service. You can't make it up. One government agency warning us about another government agency service that a bad guys are using it to to steal your identity. Thanks, guys. I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. Just turn off the service. All right. What else you got, Bob? Oh, yeah. Lots of news from China. Oh, yes. What's going on in China? <laughs> <laughs> Secret cryptocurrency mining gets Chinese principal fired. Oh, my goodness. What was he doing? Teachers reportedly had been suspicious about a whirring noise going on all day and all night. Really? Do they live day and night in those schools? Maybe. They get no, maybe they get no place else to live. 24-7? It's better than living in the closet they were living in okay. in China in the, in the, in the, in the uh, communist uh, apartment. So, <laughs> a Chinese principal lost his job after hidden cryptocurrency mining machines were found sucking up his school's electricity. Wait a minute. Why is he? He needs money? I thought he's given all the money he needs by well, the government. It's not money. It's cryptocurrency. Well, it's true. It is fake money. It is fake money. But doesn't he get real fake money from the communist well, government? I didn't print it, but I saw another article yeah. about some companies where they're only going to do business with uh, cryptocurrency. Oh, great. That's all we need. <laughs> yeah. Good luck with that. So this guy literally fired up cryptocurrency mining on the school's computers. So the Ethereum mining devices were mm-hmm. discovered after teachers at the school in the southeastern Hunan province got yeah. suspicious about the whirring noise they were hearing all day and all night, <laughs> the BBC reported. Well, how would Friday. he need more money? I mean, it's a socialist, it's a communist utopia in China. Well, how could he need the, more money? Well, Everyone's he, fine. Well, that's a crazy thing. I can't believe he's even taking any kind of initiative to make more money. It just seems completely... He's a government bureaucrat. Well, know? that's exactly his life. This is, this is so bizarre. Cryptocurrency mining becomes more lucrative as you add computational power. Sure. But that sucks up a lot of power. It does. The operation resulted in the school getting hit with a 14,700 yuan, right. which is $2,100 U.S., electricity bill. Increase, yeah. Yes. So... Uh, Li Hua, the mm. principal, allegedly installed eight mining machines in his school's oh computer my room between the summers of 2017 mm. and 2018. He apparently brought his vice principal in on the scheme, oh and a ninth machine was added in January. These guys are not making enough money in their in their system. They need to mine. That's a very uh, capitalist well, approach. How, how does this mining work? It just goes out there do, 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 no. and just creates money? It creates out money. Of, yeah, out, out of nothing? thin air. Yeah, wow. Yeah, that's hey, that's cool. Yeah. yeah, I like some of that value. <laughs> I can probably hold it in my hand. Yeah, no, you can't. But. Yeah. So you got fired, huh? So, yeah, and um, this rep- reportedly overloaded the school's computer network <laughs> and interfered with teaching, resulting in Lee's firing in October, an okay. official warning for the vice Principal and the seizure of profits from the uh, operation by local authorities. Well, of course, <laughs> the government's taking that away. Uh, yeah, no, you it was theirs anyways. That. Yeah, it was it theirs anyway. money. <laughs> so, back in uh, March, a pair of Australian Bureau of Meteorology employees got in trouble over allegedly using government computers to mine <laughs> cryptocurrency. Well, because that's the beauty of uh, weather folks; they don't have to be exactly a- accurate, so they can use some of the CPU cycles to mine fake money. Why not? So, Apple and Google. <laughs> Banned cryptocurrency mining on their devices over the summer. (laughs) (laughs) That's very smart of Apple and Google. Uh, 
I just can't find it. I just can't imagine why this guy in China would find it so necessary because he's, you know, he's a part of the machine. You know, he's getting he, paid his whatever he's you know just what? due. Why would he want to make more money in China? He should be well, perfect. Think off. about it. People can go out. Yeah. They can buy a bunch of computers, mm-hmm. put them in their house, yeah. and start mining cryptocurrency. Sure, fake money. Okay. Yeah, but they'll spend more money on electricity than they actually make money. <laughs> Making fake money. Uh, we'll post a link to that. Not very ingenious of that guy. Well, we'll put a link up here for you guys. Yeah, everything we talked about, we'll post links to. And uh, anything we, that comes up throughout the show, we'll put, post links to Computer Talk with Tab. It's the name of the show.com, which also works. And if you go to Tab Computer Systems on Facebook, and if Mark Zuckerberg deems our news worthy, it might get to your news feed. And, of course, if you follow us on Twitter at Tab Computer Sys, it'll get to that news feed as well. We have two lines open for you, 800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC. Andrew and Angela, hang on. We'll be right back. We are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we've got two lines open for you. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC. Angela's in Hartford and wants to explain to me why informed delivery is a good service or she uses it. Hey, Angela, what's up? Hi, it's Sandra. Calling. Oh, Sandra. Oh, she he put Angela. Yes. Matt's having a rough morning. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> um, I'm calling because I use that service. Do and you? First of all, they give it to you. You you get that about eight o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. when it's coming to your mailbox. Yeah. And um, I have my home address, but I also have a post office box which I use for personal mail. Yeah. And. Um, it's nice to know that you don't have to go to the post office if there's no mail that came that day. Oh, sure. I can see that if you so, want to not go to the yeah. post office. And the post office box is safer than your mailbox. Yes, that's true. But for but, those people who you, who you know where the bad guy logs in is Sandra from Hartford and put your address in and then watch whatever mail you're getting and then swing by your, have, your mailbox. They have to, you have to set up an account in order to do that. I know. So they, the bad guys do it. Already, I don't think you can have two accounts on the same address. Right. The the thing about it, though, Angela, is very few people are going to use this service. So the bad guys know that, and they just pick an area, pick a neighborhood, and sign up for your service even because you're not going to use it, and then they watch your mail. Now, in your case, you're fine. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. That, oh, that's, a, no, that's not so nice, is it? No, it's not. <laughs> and the Secret Service is warning about that because – that's what the bad guys are doing, and the U.S. Post Office is making it nice and easy for them so that the bad guys can sit and get a nice email at 8 o'clock in the morning saying, hey, Eric in Southington's getting a credit card offering. I'm going to go to his mailbox before he even knows it's coming. Yes, or Isn't a that, check. Or, or a check or whatever. Social security yeah. check. Yeah. yeah. Then what everyone should do is everyone should sign up for it themselves, and then they won't have to worry that somebody else is going to take that address. Well, you understand that that's impractical and almost impossible, so the better solution is to remove the service, and of course, you'll have to stop by the post office every now and again, but I would prefer they would turn (laughs) off this quote-unquote feature versus make everybody sign up for the silly thing. Yeah, well, I guess it's hard to protect ourselves from the creeps. It is, but the government's (laughs) making it easier for the creeps. All right. All right, Angel. But thank you for letting us know why you use it. Yes. All right. Thanks. Yeah, bye-bye. That makes good sense if you really want to know whether or not you need to hop down to the post office. But it's not that much of a big feature as far as I'm concerned, if that's the only reason you're using it. But that's what she's using it for. So I can see if I have a bill, I don't want to go pick it up. (laughs) (laughs) But if I have a check, I want to rush down. Yeah. 800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC. Three lines open on this Saturday morning. Feel free to get online. We're going to go to Andrew in Glastonbury next. Morning, Andrew. Hi. Good morning. Thanks for taking my call. Oh, our pleasure. Once in a while, I get these uh, ads from AOL. Mm. 
it's a service called System Mechanic, and uh, they promise to uh, restore maximum speed, power, and stability for your PC. Yeah. Boost internet speed by optimizing uh, connection settings, remove mm-hmm. internet traces, fixes over 30,000 different PC problems, mm-hmm. junks, and cleans your slow PC mm-hmm. for like $5 a month. Is this legitimate, or are there any procedures I can do on my own to to make sure that my PC is working okay. as fast as it can? All right, so they're going to do that for 5 bucks a month? Yeah. So I'll do it. If you want to have me do that for you for five bucks a month, you can send the check to. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, so basically, it's that's kind of a scam. There really is no um, changes you need to do to optimize your internet connection, other than make sure you're getting what you're paying for, and you can do that with a simple speed test. Um, what happens with computers is they get hit with malware, and the reason they get hit with malware is because people surf to places they shouldn't surf, whether it be inappropriate places. Uh, any place that might deliver malware to your machine. Generally, it's the places you would have guessed. I don't have to say it to you as far as where you might go, but those places are going to deliver malware to your system. When malware is on your system, what happens is it chews up CPU cycles right, and slows your computer down. That's why it's slow. So if you use the services we've talked about for free, like OpenDNS, you'll be, that, yeah. you do. you're much less likely to find yourself in a bad area of the Internet and then if you use a tool like Malwarebytes um, occasionally to run a scan on your system to see if it's been hit by anything every now and again, that's all you got to do. <clears throat> you don't need to pay anybody five bucks a month um, to do that. Uh, it's, it's, it's baloney is what it is. <laughs> well, it's a nice uh, you know, revenue stream for the scammer, whoever uh, it is. <laughs> I know. I, I need to come up with my own you know, email that says, I'll make sure your computer is running as fast as possible, which you can't even discern between what is fast and what's not fast. And just pay me five bucks a month. I mean, what, what a about, great what a great deal. What about the cookies? Uh, somebody said that if you clean out the, uh, the cookies in your... In your browser? Uh, yeah. Then it's faster that way? Uh, not really. I depends mean, on what size your cache is set to. And it depends on the ability of your computer to operate. If you've got an i3... You know, machine which barely has enough horsepower to to bring yeah, up a browser. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, um, you know, cookies could affect it, but cleaning out your cookies every now and again, you can do yourself by just clearing your cookies within the browser itself. You don't need to pay somebody five bucks a month for for a tool that says it's going to do it. Um, so just it's just basic things. I mean, there all these IT companies in the cloud are trying to convince you to pay them forever for nothing. It's a great deal. Um, you know, anything unlimited, right? You know, I'll give you, you know, these cellular companies have different types of unlimited plans. How can any different type of plan be different types of unlimited? The word unlimited is a singular thing. Well, you got different limits on the unlimited plans. It's kooky. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. Um, so they're always trying to get you to pay monthly for this stuff, Andrew. So if you just follow the prescriptions that we've been giving you for the past 20 years, you shouldn't have to do that. Very good. All right. Okay. Thank you very much. You got it, Andrew. Thanks for calling. <clears throat> We're going to be here until 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. We have three lines open for you. 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. Everything we've talked about will be posted, tweeted, and Facebooked. And, of course, don't forget, you can always listen to us on HD. Nothing like hearing Geek Talk on full FM, high definition, on 96.5 HD2. I swear, if you listen to Ray Dunaway on that channel, he sounds like Optimus Prime. It is amazing. you got to do it. Listen to The Dunaway Show on HD2. And it's like you're listening to Optimus Prime. We'll be right back.
we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We're going to be here until 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. And we'll do our best to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. And uh, let's get right to your calls. We've got uh, Jim in Bristol next. Good morning, Jim. What's up? Hey, guys. Uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. Oh, thanks. Uh, I'm, I'm having an issue mm-hmm. uh, with uh, probably with Windows 7. Um, the issue is that... Um, in my uh, my bottom row and my folders icon, yeah. Uh, periodically, when I click on that, all right, um, and the window comes up in the left column, nothing is there. The only thing that I have right now is libraries and a home group. You click on libra- uh, libraries, and on the left side. Uh, there's uh, all I have is documents, music, pictures, and videos, and it's it's there's no folder icon visible. It just looks like a blank piece of paper. Hmm. Um, after I restart the computer, mm-hmm. everything comes back to normal. I have a full uh, I have a full roster on the left hand side where I can access uh, you know all the C drives, uh, any of the uh, uh, memory sticks, or I've got a, a, an outboard uh, one terabyte drive that I use uh, for storage, and that all shows up. But after, you know, after a few hours or so with the computer being on or if it's on standby, it all disappears. That's weird. And I, and I can't access it. <laughs> I, you know, I, it's like, i got to shut it down. i got to reboot it, and that's, then it's there again. That's bizarre. <laughs> all right, so I was wondering okay. if you guys... Can you help me out here? Yeah. Bob, do you think you have an idea for this? Yeah, I think if you uh, uh, open it up and yeah. you don't see it, if you click yeah, on it. it's open now. I don't see it all the time. All right. Okay. If you click on up at the upper menu, you'll see it says File, Home, Share, and View. File, Home, Share, and View. Okay. Uh, right at the top, in the t- right under the title bar. Right under the title bar. You see where it says it'll say File Explorer? It'll say File Home? No, I, none of that is showing up. You see, under the title bar, all I have is Organize and New Library. So you don't, you don't see File, hmm. file no. Explorer? Uh, you don't see Home, Share, View, nothing? No. <laughs> okay. None of, that, none of that is on that, uh, uh, is on that bar. Okay. I've got the address bar above. All right. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Right. Now, hmm. there's a little icon in the upper left-hand corner that shows like a little folder. You see that? In the... Uh, um, in the window. In the, the window. very still. top of the window, right up in the title bar. Does it say File Explorer? No. I have... The only icon, folder icon that I have is in the actual... Uh, uh, what do you call it? The uh, the window? <laughs> no, not the window. It's not in the window. So, in other words, you don't you... see File Explorer when you're trying no. to show your files. You don't see any of that. You don't see File Home. No. Nothing. No, okay. I don't. I I see Group Home, uh, and you know, yeah, I got the... favorites. I got libraries and Group Home. In but that's that that's in the left pane. That's down lower. I'm talking about all the way, way up the very top yeah. bar. And that's that's what I'm talking about too. Hmm. In the left-hand side where all of the folders would be displayed. Okay, and I think you're still too too uh low. Too low. Too low. Uh, yes. Right up above that, right up above that in the bar, I have 
organizer. That's it. Up above that is the address bar. Okay. And what's above that? Above that is nothing except for the extreme right-hand corner, which is my uh, uh, my minimize expander and uh, close icons. Above that, now I you know, understand what you're saying. No, none of that is visible up in the upper left-hand corner. So if you right if you right-click on the start bubble there. If you right-click and go to File Explorer. Open Windows Explorer. That's Fine. That's what I have. Yeah, okay. go right-click, Open Windows Explorer. When you bring up that window, you don't see the the word File Explorer? No, but what it did is it brought up all the icons uh, in the in the uh, the left-hand. Uh, oh, it brought it up correctly? It brought it up correctly. Ah, okay. So there's two so, there's two thoughts here, Jim. Don't know yeah. why it's doing this to you, whichever way you're getting to it. Okay. But the way I get to my file explorer generally is by right-clicking on that little bubble and choosing File Explorer. You could have a problem in your Windows 7 operating system where it's – because obviously you do, where it disappears after a period of time. That makes utterly no right. sense whatsoever. There's no logical reason I could think of as to why it would do that. But right. if, if you always right-click in the bubble like I just showed you, and yeah. always get your icons. Just test that out for a little while. All right. That's what I would okay. do. Okay. Now the other thing is is is, is that um, I've got a progress bar all the way up at the top now, mm -hmm. and it is extremely slow in loading. Ah, so what's happening here is it's caching and showing you what's in your on your hard drive, but your system shouldn't be that dog slow. It should be almost right. an instant display. So the other issue is because this is acting so bizarrely is you could have malware in the background chewing up all your CPU cycles, and the reason it's acting so bizarre is because it's too busy working on some malicious activity to show you your, your drive information. Okay, makes sense. Sadly, it does. I, I wish it didn't, but I think it does. <laughs> um, so what, have you run malware bytes on your machine? Malware bytes. Um, is it installed? <laughs> well, you'd have to download it from somewhere. We'll put a link over at Computer Talk with Tad. Generally, it's free. And uh, I would run a scan on your system, and you should also go to your task manager. If you when you get it, when you have this problem, click on Control Alt Delete, and yeah. bring up Task Manager, and take a look to see if your CPU is pegged at a hundred percent, because your system is just not responding in a way we'd expect it to. That's why you're giving this, you're getting these weird results, and for it I to, yeah, for it to paint so slowly like it is for you when you simply do a right click to tell to ask the computer what you have for files. Considering okay. that's the thing it does, that's the primary function of a computer is to show you what it's got. Right. If that process is really slow, it could mean you have a background malicious file, a malicious program running, or even more sadly, your hard drive could be failing. Have you backed up your system? Um, yeah, most of the uh, most of everything uh, does a regular backup to the to the outboard uh, one terabyte drive. Okay. I've got hey. I've got it you know uh, through uh, through the Norton backup uh, process. It's backing up uh, to that um, drive. Okay. Do you disconnect that drive when it's done backing up? Do I disconnect it? Yes. No, I should. Yeah, because it could be compromised by the malware we're talking about. <laughs> I get it. Yes. So let's hope it's not. But um, run malware bytes. It, so it could be a, one of two things: your machine is failing the drive is failing and it's not capable of painting the information on your screen because it doesn't it's having a hard time discerning it 
Or okay. you've got malware in the background running, causing the machine to just be dog slow while you ask that request. Like I said, go to Task Manager and see if you've got your CPU pegged or your drive pegged at 100% utilization. Go ahead, Bob. You may be crypto mining without your knowledge. Crypto <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> mining. <laughs> you're not. I hope you're not. Well, let me turn my miner's lamp on. <laughs> <laughs> Something's, yeah, well, believe it or not, there are malwares out there because it's easier instead of tricking you into giving them a gift card, they can have your machine make mine fake money. They can make more money because they're not using their power or using yours. Yeah, I get it. All right, so go to Task Manager and see what the CPU is doing. Yeah, see what the um, CPU or hard drive is doing. See if they're pegged at 100%. That would be a good indication right. of malware. All right, download we'll download the malware of bytes. Six. Malware bytes. Okay. Yep. Malware bytes. It'll be on six. computer talk. Yep. Yep, I'll go there. Uh and if not, then uh pray like, pray like hell that I haven't corrupted the hard drive and I can get all the information off before it crashes. Well, yeah, make sure it's backed up. How old's the machine? Uh, the machine is about uh what, five years old. Okay. It served you well. Uh, five years is a good amount of time. Five to six years out of a, of, a, of a computer is a good amount. Well, I got one that's 15 that's doing me just super well with all my music stuff. So wow. It's still uh, still operating very nicely. Got to be XP. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, is. it is. It was state-of-the-art at the time, too. Sure. I mean, you know, it, uh, you know and it's... It, uh, it does very nicely with okay. all the uh, music programming and everything. All right. So, well, back it up. Right, now guys. that you've talked about it, it's going to quit on you. <laughs> Let's hope not. <laughs> all right. I thank you for your input. All right, Jim. And I'll, I'll go to the website and get that done. Very thank good. You guys. Yeah, good luck. Let us know how it turns out. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Sure. All right. Bye-bye. All right. So, yeah, when your machine is acting that funky... There's something weird going on in the background. We're going to step out for a quick break. we got Lyndon and Weathersfield. Three lines open for you. 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we're here till 11. Feel free to get online. Best to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. Coming up at 11, Dr. Alessi will be in uh, with Healthy Rounds. He'll give you a second opinion on your health advice. So let's get right to your calls. We're going to go to Linda in Weathersfield next. Hey, Linda. Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. Our pleasure. Um, I have a friend that last year began having problems with his email, and Mm -hmm. we've been trying to figure it out, and we can't. What happens is if he were to send me an email, from his Yahoo Mail account. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. It comes up with a, an address, and it, instead of having his name, it says Dom Mail, D-A-U-M Mail. When you, it, it, so in my inbox, it shows D-A-U-M Mail with the registered trademark mm-hmm. sign next to it. Mm-hmm. If I open it up, it has that. Then it shows his email address. That's now, your problem, not his. It is? Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, you're the recipient. He's sending it from Yahoo, and your system is seeing it as something else. Um, believe it or not, there is something called DOM mail. Okay. Um, it's a it's something you might have downloaded. Let's say some sort of Chinese mail system. <laughs> yes, well, it that's is. What we were, that's what we've been doing. But other people have had the same thing from him, too. So hmm. that's why we thought it was 
something like his outgoing Yahoo Mail settings in his account. It's not there, his his out, outbound system is not as as powerful to do that to you. Okay. It is how your system is is discerning his 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 address. So let's say you inadvertently um, put him a, instead of his, let's say his name is Bob Smith um, in right. your contacts. You could have inadvertently connected him to Betty White, and you would receive email from him even though he's Bob Smith. If you connected his mailbox or his email address to Betty White, it would show up as Betty White. Right? That's your problem, right. not his. That's his. It's your fault. Um, and, in, and so in your system, uh, we're trying to figure out where it's the first Korean email system. Uh, <laughs> this is crazy. Why would you have a Korean email system where you're getting an email that it says it's from Dom mail? That is bizarre uh, out of Yahoo. And you're sure you don't have, is this on a, on a regular computer, Linda? Yeah. Yep. And it, and it, um, and it's running windows 10. All right. And if he sends me something from his, from windows mail, it's fine. That doesn't show up. Right. Same address? Or is yep. it is, – so is Windows Mail yep. is the same address? He's from Yahoo versus Dom Mail versus uh, the Yahoo Mailbox or does he have two separate boxes? No. So it's one email. His email ends in sbcglobal.net. Oh, sbcglobal. But he uses Yahoo Mail or Windows Mail. Okay. And so if he sends it out of Windows Mail on That's his weird. Windows 8 laptop – which he was running Windows Mail on, it comes through normally with his normal email address. If All right. Send, yeah. So let's do this. SBCglobal.net, we're finding all over the place here in Connecticut, is ending people's mailboxes randomly. Okay? Okay. So you should tell him this. Let's just, yep. let's just assume it's him, not you, even though yep. I think it's you. Okay. But let's say it's him. you got to okay. call him and say, look, whoever his name is, SBCglobal.net is being literally randomly turned off. We, we've, we've been hearing it from accounts. We've had even employees at Tab who have, have got that mailbox where their account literally was just shut off randomly because SBC Global hasn't existed as an entity for like 15-plus right. yep. years. He needs to change that mailbox. So okay. number one, just have him do that because it's going to happen to him anyways. It's either going to happen to him without any kind of warning, and he's going to have to scramble and set up all his new, all his new uh Right, connections exactly. to Netflix okay. it has to be fixed. So have him do that now and then test it. If that if it was him, the problem will go away. Um, but also check and, your system for Dom mail. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense that yours would say that. So when you say check my system, what am I checking? Because, I mean, I have searched. I, I don't, I don't. I know, I hear you. I'm not sure exactly because you can have some sort of this is a service from it's a it's a Korean email service. Right, I, I looked that up and that's all that I saw. Yeah, the weird thing that it's showing up and saying you're using a a Korean. Ah, uh, wait a minute. And I have also run malware bytes to see if you know something infected something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, hang on. There is this is a known Yahoo warning here. That what I've what we've found here. Um, oh, I didn't see that. Yikes! Interesting. Well, we're going to put a link here from Yahoo Answers. Okay. They kind of address this oddity. Okay, I'll look. It, technically, maybe it is him. I apologize for thinking it's you. No, that's okay. But um, I thought it was him. Um, we're going to put the link up here that is from Yahoo. You can read it and see if there's anything that will help you there. But it doesn't really matter. He needs to get a new email right. box because SBC Global will be flipping these things off randomly on you, on people, and that's what we've seen. Um, so do you suggest like just a Gmail account for people that are just – 
you know, basic email users. If you don't mind your email being read, um, we don't. I wouldn't recommend any cloud service like that. We recommend okay. Proton Mail or Hush Mail. Um, okay. These are free third-party um, mail systems that are a little more secure, a little more encrypted. One of them is out of Switzerland, and the other one's out of Canada. Okay. Um, but if you want, you know, another cloud-based solution like Gmail, uh, you can. Um, okay. But I would rather you consider either getting your email from your internet provider. Um, so he must use Cox, Comcast, or Frontier. He can use their mail yep. systems. They've already he's already paid for them. And if he utilizes those mailboxes, he can configure the spam settings from within the configuration so that he can get some protections. Or okay. he should set up his own through the other services I mentioned. We linked those gotcha. for the past couple times. But Gmail is going to have this could have the same type of issues as Yahoo Mail and others. They could just change or turn off your account anytime you want. It's free. Okay. Very good. All right. Thank you for your help this morning. All right, Linda. Thank you. Thanks. All Thanks. right. Bye-bye. Dom mail. That's a weird one. Korean. Yeah, it's some sort of spam. It's almost, it doesn't make any sense that when he sends it, it comes out looking like it's coming from this Korean email system. Well, I like the link that comes up that comes up with the cryptographs. Uh, you can't really, unless you're Korean, you wouldn't know what they mean. Yeah, right. That is kind of interesting. It makes it harder for us to troubleshoot. But I would have guessed it was on her side, but maybe I was wrong. Clearly, I was wrong. Um, all right, so we're going to be here until about 11 o'clock. I guess I'll take this question real quick from Don in Newington. Hey, Don, we have to hold you over to the news, but what's your question? Oh, it wasn't a question. I was my, adding my two cents that I learned from you guys, actually, with the malware bites. Just to remind people that when they do have a problem or whatever and they go to reboot, make sure that they're you know, disconnected from the net just so you don't reinfect. Good point. Yeah, run your scan when you're disconnected from the Internet. That is a good, a good point, Don. Thanks for bringing that up. Okay, no problem. Have a good day. Yeah, you too. Yeah, he's right. You know, if you're connected to the internet, the malware is going to try to fight to stay alive as you as you scan. You reboot, you're connected again. The malware might just reinfect yourself. But he's right. Download the tool, run the scan, can disconnect it, and see if you can get a nice clean configuration. So we're going to be here till eleven o'clock. We got three lines open for you guys. Eight hundred nine six six WTIC five two two WTIC. Our resident groupies on the line. We'll get to him after the uh, the break. So hang on, Danny. And uh, everything we've talked about today has been posted, tweeted, and Facebooked. So if you like Tab Computer Systems on Facebook, you can go over there and get into your news feed, again, if Zuckerberg deems it worthy. And also, think about this, too. We're, we're podcasted on Radio.com. And so you can listen to our show anytime you like uh, via the podcast over at WTIC or Radio.com. Just find the Computer Talk with Tab podcast and uh, tune us in anytime, you know? How cool is that? You can listen to Geek Talk whenever you want. Um, so we'll be there for you. And, uh, of course, uh, Mike G's doing all this live for us as we go through the show. We're going to step out for a quick break. We'll be right back. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.